Attention all grandmas, grandpas, nanas, and pop-pops. Bingo is not just for you anymore. Introducing Cerrito Bingo. It's a modern twist on a classic game for everyone to enjoy. Play 10 exciting rounds of free bingo every week at locations all over the Memphis area. For more info, visit CerritoBingo.com. Cerrito Bingo is the game-o. Now play Cerrito Bingo every Sunday fun day at Laughlin Yard, every Tuesday during Pike Night at Elbow, and every Friday night at Memphis Maid's Tap Room. Are you one of the many Memphis area residents who suffer from everyday boredom? Do you sit around at night looking at your phone while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about Cerrito Trivia. Well, actually, that'd be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play Cerrito Trivia. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's a trivia night with questions about stuff you and your friends know and like. Featuring unique weekly themes, including TV shows, movies, music, current events, and more. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, times, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com. Or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. And by the way, did you know Cerrito Trivia isn't just for bars and restaurants? Contact CerritoTrivia at gmail.com to bring Memphis's most unique trivia experience to your next party, work function, or special event. Cerrito Trivia is the perfect prescription for everyday boredom. Warning side effects may include wing prices, laughing out loud, high five eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverage, white paper scissors, and spending quality time with friends. CerritoTrivia.com. Now, back to Cerrito Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Welcome back. Thanks for making us a part of your weekend, your Memphis versus UT weekend, your first weekend of the college football bowl season here in 2018. So every week on the show for years and years and years, Kevin Leip would join me in the first hour of the show to talk about everything going on with the Memphis Grizzlies and beyond. And today is the finale of a segment that we for so many years called Kevin Sanity. <laughs> Come on! Sanity. Half amazing and all grizzly. Holy cow! Good morning, Lipe. Good morning. How are you? How have you been? <clears throat> I have been unbelievably busy. Uh, it's hard, uh, looking back, it's hard to believe that Danny Dempsey um, you know, we haven't even been live for ninety days yet. I mean, it feels like it's been it's been a long ninety days. It's been it's been exciting. It's been a uh, uh, fun kind of busy, but it has been busy. The you're of course talking about the Daily Memphian has not been live yet for ninety days. You can go to dailymemphian.com dot com for those who missed it. Life's last appearance on this show happened uh, when he departed the Memphis Flyer earlier this year to. Uh, joined the Daily Memphian, and at the time, you didn't know whether or not you'd be writing about the Grizzlies as part of your new journey. Turns out you're just the behind-the-scenes guy on the website over there. Yeah, um, web, I'm, I'm kind of uh, in several different roles, um, but most mostly kind of web development-related, kind of steering that, because we, you know, we're, we're kind of building our own platform. So uh, I, am, I am extremely behind-the-scenes, and it's, it's kind of nice for a change to be a little bit uh, a little bit out of the public eye 
Uh, people don't yell on, yell at me on Twitter as much. Uh, kind of I, enjoyable. And I'm not just saying this because you're because you're a friend and you've been on the show for so many years. The site looks great. It's very easy to use. So I like what you guys are doing with this DailyMemphian.com because uh, go to other local websites and you run into all of these like here's a random gallery of the you know 2008 Houston high school football team or something and you're like why is this dooming here like I want my news <laughs> and I think it's laid out uh, nicely easy to find what I'm looking for uh, it, it looks it looks sharp so hopefully it doesn't uh, you don't have too many major reboots of that because this is that's how a, how a newspaper should look online yeah, you know, I'd like to see how many videos we can automatically play at <laughs> once when someone visits. But um, you know, they've been they've been holding me back. So, oh, uh, fantastic! So, dailymemphian dot com. You can see uh, what you see there. Light probably touched it in some type of a way uh, to make it all happen. The magic behind the scenes. So, Light, you. Uh, have not been writing about the Grizzlies. So what went into that decision? I know they wanted you to write about the Grizzlies, is my understanding, over at the Daily Memphian. You had you did one small piece early on and alongside Chris Harrington and Jeff Calkins. They've got a great team over there now uh, talking and writing about the Grizzlies. What went into the decision to have nothing to do with the local NBA <laughs> franchise? Uh I mean, partially just burnout, right? Um, I've been writing about the team for like seven years and um, just kind of ready to do something something a little different and, and take a step back from that. Um, but what I found pretty quickly was that taking a step back from that meant that I was not in it every day and I just didn't have anything to say about it, right? Uh, I think once I got a little bit of distance from going to every home game and keeping up with everything and watching every road game. And like, you know, once I kind of got out of that cycle, I just, um, I just felt like I didn't have anything to say. And, and so I wasn't gonna, I was, I, I'm in a position where I've got plenty on my plate to do anyway. Um, you know, it was, it was, it's not, it was not like the flyer where that was just like part of my job. Right. Right. Um, it was kind of going to be optional anyway. And once I, I realized, I just felt like I didn't, really have much to contribute to what we were doing because like what am i gonna do but what am i gonna say that chris isn't already saying better um you know kind of kind of being on the same team with him and he's a he's a friend uh too and so you know we'll go to lunch and talk about the grizzlies but it's kind of just um it's been nice to just kind of step back from that and you know i've got two small kids now and being gone that much just didn't really appeal to me and there's a lot a lot went into it um, you know, if I if I felt like the Memphian Grizzlies coverage wasn't going to be good enough, if I stepped away, I wouldn't have stepped away. But I, I, you know, feel like they got it covered. Right, the great team there. But so, have you been to any games this year? No, I've not been to a single game. I've only watched like three. Do you, Do you plan on going to any? Uh, we'll see. I'll probably go as a fan. Um, haven't done that in a while. The so your job that you the job you left at the Memphis Flyer uh, was filled pretty quickly upon your departure. When did you leave? What was your last day at the Flyer? Uh, last day at the Flyer was the end of July. End of July was was kind of when I transitioned. And so they hired someone to take that job. Now they've already got the second person to take that job since you have left. I don't know. There's some chaos over there at the Memphis Flyer. The original person to replace you is no longer at the position. 
And now Anthony Sane has taken over as the writer. Has he posted anything yet? Uh, I don't actually know. That's how little attention I've paid to the Grizzlies. But yeah, he's uh, you know, I like balls. to think that I'm. I like to think that I'm so irreplaceable that uh, no matter when I leave somewhere, there's always just going to be chaos and ruin behind me <laughs> because there's just no way to fill the void that I've left behind. What? So um, I think that's really what it is. So CJ's jumping in here <laughs> that the he has posted already. So this is going to be an inter. This is an interesting hire by the Memphis Flyer. Am I well, right? Well, you know. I, it makes a lot of sense, you know. They're the alternative weekly, and uh, Bain is the the <laughs> the outsider, right? That's uh, I'm surprised they didn't uh, try to get Cam in and do and bring the Outsiders podcast into the fold too. Um, you know, I, it makes a lot of sense. Bain's a good guy. Bain's a friend of mine, um, almost a neighbor, kind of up here in in, in North Midtown with me and Harrington. Uh, if North North Midtown is a thing, I don't think it is. It, it is, um, I think. <laughs> But it's more <laughs> where we are. It's more like uh, southeast North Memphis. But uh, yeah, no, I, I I really like Anthony. I think he's going to do a good job over there. I think he kind of brings a perspective that's um, just different, right? Um, you know, I, I also just think we probably had plenty of white guys covering the Grizzlies already. <laughs> I'm right. glad to see. I'm just glad to see. You know, Sane finally get his shot at a at a legit outlet. I think he's going to do good work there. I, I I agree with you. I mean, for those who don't know Anthony Sane, he's really been like he has a podcast called The Outsiders, but he's been this uh, really the alternative voice out there, the guy who's not afraid to go against the grain or come up with thinking about something in a different way than we're used to. And because it can become an echo chamber and there are so many great writers about the Grizzlies. But at that point, like everybody's trying to write the same thing. I would not be worried about Anthony Sane tr- is going to write the same thing that Chris Harrington's going to write or uh, or whoever uh, now works for the commercial appeal. Uh, I'm not just. Not I think Cobb. Know. I think is his last name. But yeah, I don't know. I'm not so guy. And oh yeah, this is not the day to bring this guy up here. He's he is, uh, is is the Grizzlies beat writer for the commercial appeal. Is he at FedEx Forum wearing all orange right now? Do we think he's he's from Memphis but went to UT right? So he's, right. he's like he's David a, Cobb a, is his name. Oh my, class trader. We'll see. See if he's got. Will he have an orange tie on tonight at the Grizzlies game? It's a doubleheader day today at FedEx yeah. Forum. But so yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun because Anthony's saying his uh, for what he is known, like how what his reputation has been for whatever it is. It's been he's he's banked on being an outsider. So then once you become an insider, yeah. can you still be an outsider? That's what's going to be interesting to see. <laughs> well, it comes down to whether they're going to actually give him a credential or not. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, they've got to now, right? That's the thing. You can't deny yeah. a credential to the to the Memphis Flyers writer. I mean, they could. They could. Um, you know, I, I think. Um, no, I think Tain, what's interesting about Thane is he's got completely different sourcing from everybody else, right? Um, and so he always has a side of the story that um, nobody else has, and that uh, you know, powers that be may not want out there. Um, I think sometimes, um, you know, sometimes he's more willing to report kind of rumors. He always says the rumors, but, um, you know, I think he's just, he's just kind of unafraid to, to put stuff out there. And I think that's, I think that's good. I think that's refreshing, uh, shake things up a little bit. So yeah, I think he's going to do really well there. I really like him. I think he's a smart guy and, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of him. I'm, I'm happy to see him building his, building his little empire.
and he's got the at Flyer Grizz blog Twitter <laughs> handle. It's been passed on yet again at Flyer Grizz. Yeah. But, uh, I was trying to think of a town bicycle joke, but <laughs> so should uh, this is the finale of Kevin Sanity? Do you think I should do Kevin Sanity on the show every week? Whereas I talked to Anthony Sane. You should. Should we do that? Yeah, you got a mute button, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's down right now. Actually, we're concerned. Uh, yeah, I can always tell when when uh, something when the Grizzlies do something that Sane is really excited about because he calls me and cusses me out. <laughs> okay, this is going to be a great new era over there at at, at, at the Flyer. But uh, we're talking with Kevin Leip from the the Daily Memphian, former. You almost said Memphis Flyer. I, I thought did. that. Yeah, former <laughs> f- former Grizzlies writer for the Flyer. You can follow him now on Twitter at Kevin Leip underscore. I don't know what yeah. it is about contributors to this show with the underscore Marcus Hunter, of course, my longtime co-host with Marcus double underscore Hunter and his Twitter name. And now uh, yeah. you're Kevin Leip underscore. My deal is I joined Twitter in 2007, but I joined it with a different, I didn't use my name as my username. I did, but it's backwards, right? So when I went to change from Flyer Grizzball, because I wasn't going to be at the Flyer anymore, I found out uh, the I can't remember. There's there's three or four Kevin Lipes. There's one in North Carolina. There's <laughs> one in Texas. And there's one somewhere else. Uh, and I think the one in North Carolina is the one that already had my name. Um, so it's really, you know, sometimes when I go to Guitar Center, people think I'm the one from North Carolina. Sometimes I get emails about uh, oil changes to my Mazda protege from the one in Texas. Uh, it's very, we're, we're a close-knit community of, of Kevin Lipes. You need to shop at Yarborough Music. That's where I go to get all my audio equipment. Like, shop local. And then they won't confuse you with somebody from North Carolina. I haven't been to Guitar Center in a long time because I have two children now. But uh, And they broke you know. all your guitars. <laughs> You're probably going to need to go. So. Okay. It's uh, good. No, yeah. Anyway, continue. A gift from the NBA. I, I think the, the Grizzlies, the maybe Chris Wallace, is. I, I just assume, is a big fan of this segment. Robert Perra, a big fan of this segment, and got word that we were the finale was today. And they're like, well, let's do something bananas. Let's do something. <laughs> let's give them something they can talk about. I know Leip's not going to the game. He's barely even watching the Grizzlies on television. But we can do something, right, to get his attention, to have – them talk about us in the final edition mm-hmm. of Kevin Sanity on Cerrito Live. And they did last night. What? Yeah, they did not disappoint. <laughs> did not disappoint at all. Your tweet was the NBA is still the best league, as you were retweeting uh, Woj from ESPN, who was the leader of what was this uh, total uh, just fun night to be a Grizzlies fan. In the middle of the Grizzlies game, uh Tweets broke out that the Grizzlies were making a trade. Are you, are you able, Leip, to uh, recap this for everyone? Yeah, so during the game, the tra- it was a three-team trade. Trevor Ariza to Washington, Kelly Oubre to the Grizzlies, and Marshawn Brooks and uh, Wayne Selden to Phoenix. Uh, and that was the or the report was Dylan Brooks. And then it said, no, that's, it's actually Marshawn Brooks going to Phoenix. And then it became apparent that Phoenix actually had no idea which Brooks was in the trade um, because the Grizzlies had apparently been talking to Washington but hadn't talked to Phoenix yet. Uh, But then Phoenix leaked that, no, it's definitely Dylan Brooks. We're getting Dylan Brooks. Uh, It turned out that was uh, incorrect. Uh, And the Grizzlies intended to put Marshawn Brooks and Wayne Selden in that deal for Kelly Oubre. 
and if Washington traded them to Phoenix, then Washington traded them to Phoenix, and that was uh, the Grizzlies were basically they've come out on the record and said this, which is very unusual. Um, I, I honestly don't remember the last time that Chris Wallace went on the record about any non-trade, right? Right. But he went on the record, um, and uh, he talked to, to Chris Harrington, and I think he talked to somebody else. I can't remember who else had direct quotes from him. But, I mean, the deal was, yeah, they they had been talking to Washington about Marshawn Brooks and Wayne Selden. Phoenix apparently thought they were getting Dylan Brooks because they're both named Brooks. Uh, and then it's come out that maybe Phoenix and the Grizzlies had previously been talking about Dylan Brooks for Trevor Ariza, and that had fallen apart. Um, just uh, who knows, right? Who knows who was telling the truth and who was lying? And if Phoenix, <laughs> if Phoenix just got confused about which Brooks was in the trade, then that's hilarious. Um, but that, that's that is, how, that's, that's what I, that's what that's I want to believe, right? That's what I want to believe is what happened here. Is that there was some yeah, confusion? Me, me too. Phoenix just didn't know which Brooks was actually being talked about. Because the Grizzlies have two players named Brooks on the team, and they don't have like you'll see in college, like the the first initial before the last name on the jersey. They don't have yeah. that. You can get confused. No, you can get confused on which Brooks it is if you're you know, not if you don't follow the Grizzlies every night. I could <laughs> I could see that happening, but. I mean, I, they don't look the same at all. I mean, <laughs> if you've ever seen them before, you can tell which one's Marshawn Brooks and which one's Dylan Brooks. I'm saying if you're just but. looking at the back of the jersey. But the they, they I, the idea that the Grizzlies would give up, the reason I hope it's a Phoenix mistake, and the, I'm, the Grizzlies have come out with this statement, like, we do not want to trade. It doesn't make sense for them to want to trade Dylan Brooks in this scenario. Sure. And but under the right circumstances, maybe right. But this, you've got yeah. he's a great value. He's got a great contract. He had an uh, amazing rookie year. Uh, he's a, a future contributor on this team, and he can contribute right now. So like, why are you getting rid of this guy who can only get better for you? And so anyway, sad for for Marshawn Brooks. Do you have anything you want to say to Marshawn Brooks if he's listening? Because nobody uh, wants him. Nobody wants Marshawn Brooks. Uh, the Grizzlies wanted him enough to pay him. You know, I guess they want him enough. Uh, yeah, that's true. They did get they give him a contract. He'll he'll stick in the league. I think I think he played well enough for them. Kind of at the end of last year. Yeah, he'll be around. But this is an awkward but, uh, awkward situation now for him. Yeah, well, it's just like um, and Harrington brought this up in his piece. It's a lot like the time that the Grizzlies thought they traded OJ Mayo at the trade deadline, but turned the paperwork in too late. And they so they told OJ like pack your stuff you get traded to Indiana <laughs> and then they're like oh sorry we actually faxed that over at twelve oh one or whatever so uh, never mind <laughs> right that one that one absolutely was was a, a grizzly snafu there but yeah this one <laughs> and maybe we'll maybe we'll learn more Chris Wallace getting out in front of it right to control the message I don't know if that means that they you know if it's their fault or not. I really can't tell, but maybe we'll, maybe we'll get some more information out of that. So anyway, no Grizzlies trade happened last night, but it was a fun night to be on Twitter. Any other thoughts about this season's uh, Memphis Grizzlies, Jaron Jackson Jr. Looks like yeah, a great pick. Yeah. And that what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he is the future and they need to start building around him now. I would say that. Uh, well, what would that, what would that entail? You think? Whatever it takes. I mean, they're, they're going to be in a situation where Gasol and Conley are going to be old guys at the end of their contract, and they're going right. to have like a 
third year Jaron Jackson, who's killing it, and then what are they going to do, right? Who are they going to put around him? They can't start drafting rookies then because they're going to waste two or three years of like prime Jaron Jackson. Uh, I think they've got to be very proactive about placing young talent around him now. Yeah, very interesting situation as far as a transition from because uh, the Grizzlies have always been trying to have uh, really have their cake and eat it too in a lot of ways over yeah. the past few years. Which most NBA teams, you blow it up or you 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 go for broke and you and you try to win the 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 get in the playoffs and win. But the Grizzlies have kind of been doing a little bit of both. They don't know they want to keep the old guys and get the young guys, and we'll see. Maybe they can pull out. Maybe they can figure out a way to build around him. With Gasol and Conley around, but the contracts may be too big to do that. All right, and the injuries may be too concerning as well if those if those do pop He's up. Good. And I mean, they knew they knew Jaron Jackson was going to be good, but nobody knew he was going to be this, right? Uh, so yeah, I don't think anybody knew he was going to be this. I didn't. You, you can only, uh, I knew I thought he was good, but good lord, you can only imagine what he looks like in person, right? Life like someday, you know, when you see him, when you get back in the form, <laughs> seen him in person. That was a media day. Okay, there uh, you go. So very large. Still, he is large. <laughs> so when uh, Leip would join us on the show, not only would we talk about the Memphis Grizzlies, but uh, most of the listeners, their favorite part of the entire segment is when we uh, got off of sports for a few minutes to talk about what was trending at the Memphis Flyer. But Leip now at the Daily Memphian, but I still want to know what's trending right now in Memphis. So we're going to take a minute to talk about what's trending at the Daily Memphian. Trending, 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 trending with life. What's trending, life? What do we got? So our most popular Facebook post this week, um, it's sports-related, okay. and it's related to a thing that happened in about five minutes. And uh, Jeff Calkins wrote an article. Uh, he crowdsourced some Twitter responses for this, uh, and his thesis is that it is not possible to be a fan of both the University of Memphis Tigers and the University of Tennessee Volunteers. Uh, that made a lot of people real mad online, uh, <laughs> even though he, he is correct. It is impossible to be a fan of both. It, first off, this is, <laughs> this is bizarre to have you plug a Jeff Calkins article. That's number one. Yeah, I've <laughs> uh, been making fun of him for about seven years, so uh, yeah. <laughs> Good friends, good friends with I'm friends with Jeff. I love Jeff. Number two, number two, uh, number two. This you think it's impossible? This was a debate in the city uh, on the radio and and at water coolers throughout the week. It's impossible to be a fan of both. It's it's not it's not easy to do, but I I there are they do exist. Do you think anybody? I don't. No, I mean, I think I think if you're saying that I'm a Tennessee fan, but I want Memphis to do well, that means you're not a Memphis fan. Right, that's true. Right? Yeah. Or or vice versa. I mean, I don't know any Memphis fans who are actually Memphis fans who want Tennessee to do well, but there are Tennessee fans who claim that they are also Tigers fans, and they're just wrong. <laughs> they're incorrect. They think they are. They think they are fans of both, but they're really Tennessee fans. That game tipping off in just a couple of minutes at FedEx Forum, but no, you're right, and they could be the. Because if you're a Tennessee fan today, and there's no way you're going to be a real Tennessee fan and be happy if you lose to Memphis today. Like to sure. say you're a fan of both. If you're a fan of both, then you should be happy that Memphis wins. If you are happy, with, no matter who wins, like these are my two children playing each other. Then you're not a fan of either one, right? You're a supporter of both. But you could if, if you had two. You're not a fan. 
Well, like when the Mannings play each other in football, like they, you know, Archie would be like, well, I, you know, he's, he can be a fan of both of his kids and not care uh, whoever won, right? Right, but that means he's not a fan of either one of those teams. He's a fan of his kids. Right, just the kid that's playing. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you and I think today if you are a true Tiger fan and you don't feel some sort of visceral disgust when you see the color orange, then you <laughs> may not be that that sincere in this. I mean, I don't know. There is something about that. There is something about seeing the color orange. So you're on record as, as, as Team Memphis Tigers, though. I am on record as I hate the University of Tennessee, and I love the Memphis Tigers. And I, I have been on that. I've been on that train for quite a while. So daily, About thirty years now. DailyMemphian.com <laughs> is what folks should bookmark. And what else is all in there? You guys got you got everybody's working for the Daily Memphian now. We've mentioned uh, yeah, Chris we Harrington. Got a lot of stuff. Carl. We have yeah. So we have. I mean, we have Harrington doing Grizzly stuff. Calkins is doing. Uh, he's actually like following Penny around and doing this little serialized kind of narrative of his first season called season one that's pretty cool um we've got don wade is doing like these crazy detailed game stories on tiger games uh jonah jordan is doing uh he's like all over tiger football he's kind of filling in around the edges of tiger basketball he's doing a lot of recruiting stuff uh, we've got john barless is doing like high school sports uh, if you're not just looking for sports coverage and jennifer biggs is our food writer uh, L. Perry and Harrington are both doing arts coverage. Uh, we're about to add another couple of reporters. I don't want to say too much about that, but probably going to beef up the arts coverage a little bit. Um, you know, on the Metro side, we've got Bill Dereese doing politics. We've got uh, Yolanda Jones doing criminal justice. Stuff. I mean, we've just got everybody. <laughs> going to up the art coverage. About, like, business stuff, if you care about city and county government, if you care about food and restaurant reviews, if you care about, um, you know, kind of what's going on around town in the art scene, uh, you know, you're going to find what you're looking for at Daily Mission. And you subscribe. They subscribe. Is it still, is it, can you still subscribe monthly, first month free and all that? Yeah, it's, uh, it's an annual, it's like 77 bucks a year. So you, it's still seven bucks a month and you get a free month. It's just like, like everything else on the internet. It's still annually. Annual annual subscription to the Daily Memphian. Yep. Right, well, Lipus, as we wrap things up, I'm going to reminisce here all these years that we've been been doing this segment. And have you been? In, what have you been doing on Saturday mornings now that you haven't been on? Uh, it's it's strange. I've just been like sitting around wondering what to do with my life. <laughs> um, no, actually, I mean, really, the real truth was all all fall I was at uh, four year old soccer games. Um, which was very exciting. Um, They mostly ran the correct direction most of the time. (laughs) Um, So that was really fun. And, you know, it's odd. To be honest, it's something I wouldn't have been able to do if I was having to cut out to do radio. So uh, that was kind of nice. It's been, been, just been doing, doing dad stuff, you know? Right. No, it's, it's, it's gotta be awesome. My dream someday sleeping on Saturday mornings, get to do it a couple times a year. When there's a football game knocking us off, but that uh, that that would be nice. I love, uh, Saturday mornings are fantastic. But anyway, so we, you've been doing this for years. So do you remember when you first came on the show? Yeah, it was uh, it was you, me, and Marcus. Uh, I think Johnny Radio was the producer, and it was I was with straight. It was still straight out of Vancouver, and we hadn't even renamed it Grizzly Bear Blues yet. Right. 
So the, this this show was still Memphis Sport Live, MSL. This show was still yep. Memphis Sport Live. You were the I introduced you as the managing editor of StraightOutOfVancouver.com. Yeah. And it was <laughs> it was January twelfth, twenty thirteen. January twelfth, twenty thirteen. So here we are, December fifteenth, twenty eighteen. Of course, you started the journey once a month. You would come on uh, when you were brought on around the time you were brought onto the flyer. We brought you on to do it uh, segment every single week. That was around the same time Marcus. Uh, left for Jackson, Mississippi, and you've been doing it every week except for the weeks you you know you you needed off or that there was no Grizzlies news happening. Which really, as you know, this day and age, there's always Grizzlies news happening. So you were here almost every single Saturday. Who knows how many Saturdays? I wish we had that uh, statistic to throw out. Total there. count. Yeah, but it's a, it's a lot. I, I I really appreciate it. It's it's hard to find people who. Uh, can talk, we could talk to you on a similar wavelength, yet we disagreed often enough to make it very good uh, radio. So I appreciate you really spending time on Saturday for so many years contributing to the show. And I know the listeners uh, do as well. And so CJ and I this week, we, we've worked hard on what we're, we're put together, a little tribute to <laughs> Kevin Light. And Kevin Sandy, because this is the finale here, and oftentimes on, on TV show finales, all finales, you know, they have the montages, so you can really uh, say goodbye to something in pop culture that you really, really love. And uh, Kevin Sanity has has been fun. The name, of course, I mean, when you you know, eventually we evolved into the name Kevin Sanity, but I believe around the time Vince Carter came onto the Grizzlies, so shout out to Vince for at least being able to name this segment. It wouldn't be possible without him. But if you're ready, Leip, here is the tribute to Kevin Leip and Kevin Sanity. Been doing this segment, and have you been? In, what have you been doing on Saturday mornings now that you haven't been on? Uh, it's it's strange. I've just been like sitting around wondering what to do with my life. <laughs> um, no, actually, I mean, really, the real truth was all all fall I was at uh, four year old soccer games, uh, which was very exciting. Um, I was, I they was, mostly yeah. ran the correct direction most of the time. <laughs> Uh, so that was really fun, and you know, it's uh, to be honest, it's something I wouldn't have been able to do if I was having to cut out to do radio. So uh, that was kind of nice. It's been, been, there's just been doing doing dad stuff, you know, right? No, it's it's, it's got to be awesome. My dream someday, sleeping on Saturday mornings, get to do it a couple times a year when there's a football game knocking us off. But that uh, that that would be nice. I love uh, Saturday mornings are fantastic. But anyway, so we, you've been doing this for years. So, do you remember when you first came on the show? Yeah, it was uh, it was you, me, and Marcus. Uh, I think Johnny Radio was the producer, and it was, I was with straight. It was still straight out of Vancouver, and we hadn't even renamed it Grizzly Bear Blues yet. Right. So that this this show was still Memphis Sport Live MSL. This show was still yep. Memphis Sport Live. You were the I introduced you as the managing editor of StraightOutOfVancouver.com. Yeah, and it was <laughs> it was January twelfth, twenty thirteen. January twelfth, twenty thirteen. So here we are, December fifteenth, twenty eighteen. Of course, you started the journey once a month. You would come on uh, when you were brought on around the time you were brought onto the flyer. We brought you on to do it uh, segment every single week. That was around the same time Marcus uh, left for Jackson, Mississippi. And you've been doing it every week, except for the weeks you you know you you needed off, or 
that there was no Grizzlies news happening, which really, as you know, this day and age, there's always Grizzlies news happening. So you were here almost every single Saturday. Who knows how many Saturdays? I wish we had that uh, statistic to throw out. Total there. count. Yeah, but it's a, it's a lot. I I really appreciate it. It's it's hard to find people who uh, can talk. We could talk to you on a similar wavelength. Yet we disagreed often enough to make it very good uh, radio. So I appreciate you really. Spending time on Saturday for so many years contributing to the show, and I know the listeners uh, do as well. And so CJ and I this week, we, we've we worked hard on what we're, we're put together, a little tribute to <laughs> Kevin Light and Kevin Sandy, because this is the finale here. And oftentimes on, on TV show finales, all finales, you know, they have the montages so you can really uh, say goodbye to something in pop culture that you really, really love. And uh, Kevin Sanity has has been fun. The name, of course, I mean, as, as you, when you, you know, eventually we evolved into the name Kevin Sanity, but I believe around the time Vince Carter came onto the Grizzlies. So shout out to Vince for at least being able to name this segment. It wouldn't be possible without him. But if you're ready, Lipe, here is the tribute to Kevin Lipe and Kevin Sanity. I'm not a proponent of capital punishment, right. but they should guillotine that person in public. Uh, well, I'm outside because I'm usually in the laundry room, but, uh, there's laundry going. So, uh, <laughs> my usual, my usual, uh, fortress of solitude for radio, for radio appearances is, uh, a little too loud. Yeah, it's one thing to have, like, a family business where your kids are there, too, and that's cool. Uh, and it seems like that was kind of the understanding that the kids were going to be there because it's a family place and whatever. Uh, you gotta, I, I'm pretty sure you gotta have a diaper on a kid in a restaurant. Yeah, so basically an, an anagram is when you take all of the letters in a word or a phrase or something and rearrange them to spell something else. So I took the, the names of every player on the Grizzlies roster and I ran them through a fancy internet anagram generator and picked out the ones that seemed like they predicted how that player's season was going to go. But I thought we were talking about Big Brother before we got into the training, but I was preparing my notes. The thing, the thing with the Grizzlies, it's been the same story for five, six years now, right? But he's not wrong. I mean, a professional basketball team should not lose a game by 61 points. It's kind of on the league for scheduling an East Conference, Western Conference back-to-back, home-and-home like that. That's just stupid. There's no there's no incentive for either of those teams to, to play hard in those games. They could have forfeited them. I didn't buy either one, but to me, uh, they not go Ruka <laughs> is like the most Memphis thing anybody said in a long time. Um, I think I'm just not a fan. I think I think grind is kind of played out. The only thing more played out than using the word grind with benefit at 901 in it. We know that's the area code. Right. Stop now. You know, so you know how the teddy bear is named after Teddy Roosevelt because he didn't kill a bear cub or something like that? Like there was the incident where he was bear hunting and didn't shoot the mother bear. You know, it's named after Teddy Roosevelt because he was hunting bears. Do you know where he was hunting the bear? Onward, Mississippi, little town in the Delta. That actually, that happened in the Mississippi Delta. Uh, our long national nightmare is over. Mr. Potts the cat has returned home. 
My hot take on hot chicken is that I just like regular chicken better. I just don't. <laughs> I don't get hot chicken. Tearing up here in the studio hype. Hot chicken's still bad. Hot chicken is, is still not good. It's well, good. I'm glad you. I'm assuming you you agree with all those takes. There were very good insight from you over the years. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do without it. Thank you so much, Life, for all for all Thank the you. years you've been doing this. Appreciate you. Appreciate your friendship, and hopefully, we will see you around. Maybe someday you will return to these airwaves right here on the same radio station where they played the first Elvis song on the radio. So. That happened, that is, too. Uh, this is the same thing. This is all happen. part of WHBQ history right here. Yeah, me uh, me talking about uh, all kinds of weird garbage and Elvis's, Elvis's career. We're both brought to you by the same station. All right. Life, your final final thoughts? Uh, my final thought is that I, I probably should have cussed on this show while I had the chance. <laughs> you should have. Get him off now. Thanks, Life. <laughs> have a good one. Kevin Leip from the Daily Memphian. Follow him at Kevin Leip underscore on Twitter. When we come back, it's time for the Sarita Live Wrestling Hour. You are listening to Sports 56 and 87.7 FM.